Hi there. Before we start this next episode of Country Chat with Dom with Kirsty Krause, I just want to remind everybody this was recorded over a year ago from its release date. We managed to actually have a sit down and chat before Bird was released. And this is pretty much how we got to the decision of Bird. We went through everything. So I hope you enjoy this next show. Sit back, relax. And enjoy the show. You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hey, it's me from the Country Chat with Dom podcast. Now, this episode here is a bit of a special one. Now, this episode, I sit down with Kirsty Krause... And we actually we're actually a couple of months behind her actual album release. Now, when you're listening to this, yes, you can should be out. So hopefully you've all listened to it. If you haven't, what I'd highly recommend you do is listen to Yes You Can, get your thoughts and feelings, then listen to this episode, and then once you've listened to this, send us your thoughts and feelings. But what this is, is me and Kirsty going through her album and we're actually deciding what the next single should be. So we've kind of gone through all the songs, we've kind of given our thoughts and feelings of the songs and where we think songs should lie. So I just thought it'd be a bit of a nice behind the scenes introduction to those who don't actually get to see what actually happens in the music industry. So I hope you enjoy this one. So Silver, to me, felt like uh, it was a summery song. It's it's very much like the hybrid of the sassy songs that I used to write for the band. Yeah. And just kind of, but it, but it has a different, a little bit different structural format than a traditional country structure. And I, I like being just a little different. Mm-hmm. And so I felt that it was it's really rock like it i just felt like it was a good summary of the, of the album of what's to come yeah of what i you know generally like to to sing about is kind of like it also has the empowerment but also has like the the sassiness of of push and pull struggles that happen in you know relationships and um yeah so i just really felt like it was a good first one and having a music video and having that be out there visually um, for booking for like my new, my booking manager that I just brought on deck. Oh, everything. You've got a whole new booking manager. Yeah. He acts like a manager and is a booking agent all in one and like provides advice. That's awesome. We brought him on. So he's, he's on as of October. That's brilliant. Yeah, we're going to go uh, out to Denver with He was just in Florida for a couple of days, visited us. And then we're going to go out to Denver with him and go to Vegas in March. So I'm like super excited. That's if uh, we hang out all the time. Like he'll fly in wherever all yeah. the time now. No, that, he's really excited. That's genuinely awesome. Us, yeah, no, he keeps us looking big. You know what I mean? Like he's working on big stuff where I can then work on like the answering, like the small stuff, but but keeping the whole ship like quantum leaps moving forward, which is cool. Well, ultimately you're 
you know, you're a singer and songwriter. I mean, fair enough, when you're trying to build your own brand, you'll have a million and one different caps. But if you can take off the heavy caps first and yes. give them to other people, then it's easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And like, okay, so silver felt like, silver Silver was like a set opener for a while. Mm-hmm. For me. So it just felt like a song that was like a like a summary type of song. Like, you know, like a, here's what you can expect at for the rest of the concert like you know i i just really felt like it embodied all that so that's why i picked it first do you want the do you want me to tell you the five songs that i've got my shortlist shall we start with that yes so the five songs that i've got my shortlist there's a variety there's a variety of like the sassy you know girl empowerment but then there's the the loving side as well. So the five songs is something new. Okay. Moving yeah. in. Uh huh. Girlfriend intervention. Just one more, and sorry's not enough for you. Oh, awesome! You know what's insane though? This is what gets me. Is literally every single person has a different yeah five or six or whatever like i sent this over to peter strickland who used to be a big wig at warner mm-hmm. and he actually took he took time to get back to me on what his five were like i personally i love something new if i've been asked if you need to put like one hundred fifty thousand dollars behind a song on this record which would it be and I tell people it's something new because it's so personal to me. And like every, I feel like every single artist has to have a song. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. That's how (laughs) I feel about it. Like seriously. Oh, not getting emotional. Seriously. I think every single artist should have a song about moving to Nashville, about that moment. Like, cause it is a big moment in anybody's lives to be like, Hey, I'm going to go do this and put my hat in the ring and like put myself out there. And for me, that's my, like something new is my version of that song is yeah. like that I'm moving to Nashville, you know, like, and I, I just think it has such a placeholder. It's kind of has like a doo-wop undertones, you know, and it's just fun. And I like performing it. Um, but yeah, I just, I love what we did with all the voices and stuff. So he got back to me and he says, nice work. He said, Kirstie, thanks for sharing overall. This is a very well put together project. Nice work and congrats. Highlights to me are something new. Sorry's not enough. So there are two on yours. Better, thirsty, and girlfriend intervention. So oh, he sure. like, yeah. I, yeah. So he got the same three. I mean, I didn't I didn't re-listen to the um, thirsty and silver and, you know, those ones that are already out there. Right, right, right. Because I wanted to try and think of what would be next. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So having... 11 songs on a record and then I I put two bonus tracks on there for people who buy the record that they have that already came out um which those were fun just to shock everybody and have have very interesting like what is this what this is country lyrics but what's going on here we got funk music like who is this girl I really wanted to like set it out there as like question marks almost like yeah what can we expecting you know um well it's like i I think just one more had that kind of 
feel as well. Yeah, yeah. It has a mandolin and like the ding, ding. It's kind of like an Irish jig. Yeah, exactly. And that song was actually written for this specific people at this bar in like one of the first places I've ever performed. So they felt like the original family. And they're the ones who are like, can you write a song? Can you just write a song that says like, eh, I got time for just one more. Like, you know, when the bartender's like, you? You're like, Last yeah, orders, one more. You know, like that moment. They wanted me to write about that moment. So I, I try to capture everything about like a small town bar, like specifically that one. Yeah. Those were all stuff that I like visually saw in what goes on in like, you know, rural Wisconsin. Yeah. And how they talk and the whole thing. And I love it. Um, but you know, it's hard, like, like moving in, I thought of as a single. So here's, here's the ones that I was like, here's, here's singles. Mm-hmm. With like a list in front of it. I'll remember it. Like, so thirsty. Yeah. It was a single silver bird, something new. And then I was talking about moving in. Okay. Um, moving in wasn't going to be on the record, but we kept performing it live and everybody kind of like voted it to be on the record. Like it was <laughs> just was like a thing that had to happen. So then the, the record and became just bigger and bigger. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I'm never going to complain. I mean, make it as big as you can for me personally, but that's me as a listener. You know, you as a business person, obviously you ca- you've got to kind of limit to what you can send out at once because obviously it's money in the long run that you've yeah. got to balance as well. Then I was having fun with, because the record does, I feel like, is a whole piece where it has like peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. Like in like, balances itself out like every song has another song that kind of balances it that's it's like sister song almost you know what I mean like um girlfriend and well now I can't remember who who all pairs together but it was like they they all have their their like balancer that kind of was like oh that song has a little bit of blues in it so then this song has has some of that and um yeah well, one of the reasons that's one of the reasons why I went for girlfriend's intervention because it kind of reminds me of Silver. Yeah. Because it's that sassy, you know, but it's not just it's not you as the person, but it's your friends looking out for another person. So it kind of like it felt like it tied in together. Yeah, I I've had um, the, my only hesitancy with girlfriend intervention was because it was so personal. Yeah. Like it really is verbatim what happened. And my girlfriend wasn't ecstatic with me, to say the least. Yeah. When I wrote that song. And I might have printed the lyrics too soon and showed it to them when they tried to come together and make it work again. I, I went because the three of us were really close. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I had stake in it. Like I was just as upset kind of thing. And, um, when I went to meet up with them after they were trying to like re- reconcile, it only had been like four months later and I brought the song to them, printed off. And oh. that was too soon. I learned my lesson. You don't do that. You don't share songs like that with people, you know? Yeah. So I kind of always thought it might not be a single and it might just be like an Easter egg. Like 
like when the record comes out and it's just like here's you know a really fun song what i can't wait to hear is obviously you've got my kind of like top five obviously you've heard other people's top fives and you've got your kind of like what you think is a top five what singles are be interesting to see what other people would think you know when the actual album's released uh, yeah, that's actually having votes, like doing maybe like a yeah. voting thing. Um, now that you've heard the record, what would be your what's your top five or what would be your... What would you have had of singles, yeah. My seat, you know, in the driver's seat. Yeah. Because it is, it's, it's, it is hard. And to me, like Just One More is way more like of a country song. Yeah. Right? Like it's... And something new, does that feel like country to you? Yeah, no, I totally get that. I mean, something you... Because I ride the line often. (laughs) Thing is, is though, it's it's good to ride the line because, I mean, what is the line? I mean, it's that that same argument everybody has every year for the past 100 years or whenever country music actually probably started in, what, 1920 or whenever the official start was, what is country? What limits is country? Because people could say it's too pop now, but what's in the charts now to me is still country. Or too rock or too pop. Like Exactly. My producer, the second producer that I went to, to to essentially we produce vocals and he mixed everything. He had a conversation with me. He was like, listen, this is a rock album. Like this is rock and with with like your own flair and I you know I was kind of like what you know um but he was like maybe you want to bring in like a steel guitar player or like a fiddle and I was like okay I I don't want to say no right away because I'm not I don't want to like offend you know yeah but I, I just these songs feel done to me and I don't want to force them to be something that they are not like I I kind of take an approach with writing as no box. I mean, I'll full disclosure when I write a lot of my song, like melodies by myself are super poppy, like <laughs> almost like Disney kind of poppy, like flares yeah. and its own unique syncopations and weird. And that just comes from Gloria Stefan or like, you know, the, all these women that I listened to like growing up. Um, I like music to, more for me what my main goal in music is is for my music to feel good yeah like I want people to feel good because my first experiences with music is like dancing around the living room to like amazing voices and and like Amy Grant Gloria Stefan those two were like the core and they they just made you feel good yeah the music and like they're like oh their voices and that but at the same time it was just like the song had either a groove or the lyrics or it was just like mm-hmm. invoking yeah good feelings um well it's like you know everybody always uses like Shania Twain you know to me Shania Twain is country 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 and you know if you used to show somebody you know if you used to talk to somebody else who doesn't understand country to say the way we do they could probably say it's pop or it's along that pop line because that's, so they're so used to listening to it in the, you know, the normal radio, you know, not just the country radios, but the actual everyday radio. And it, it's frustrating. I mean, the whole, the whole premise of the 
it has to fit in this box. You know, why does it have to fit in this box? Why don't? Why can't you sit on the box or push the box along? Yes. No, I love that because I, I want to be that type of artist. I want to be an artist that is, is like, what, what else can I do? I mean, I'm not going to be like full blown like, <laughs> releasing like a folk album or whatever, but whatever the, like I have written folk songs as I start the writing process, maybe folk comes out and I just let the song be what it is. You know, I have a certain type of song that I like to release as me. Mm-hmm. That kind of, but yeah. So, I mean, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you have these feelings. I'm so glad you picked the top five. I'm like, at the same time, I try to think about the order, right? Like silver and what love does was my like surprise release. That was like a soft release. Yeah. Um, that's one of those songs that's like in between the main releases. Yeah. I was kind of started doing every other thing. So then I was like, okay, thirsty right before the holidays, uh, before everyone else puts their slow songs out, (laughs) like this, this slow song. And there's also, um, a website that you can look at to see who's releasing what of the big dogs. Yeah. And, And, um, so yeah, thirsty. And then the plan was, to do another soft release. And I actually was thinking about if it were worse because it's like so drastically opposite. And it's like, I'm just going to rock out over here while everybody's having slow songs. Yeah. No, I get that. No, I get that completely. I mean, marketing standpoint, right? Everyone's like, but, but at the same time, like I know this, this record and like, I know, um, the song, if it were worse, it's not Spotify playlist friendly. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's its own little beast. Like That's the other thing, you know, you've also got to take in consideration you know, when it comes to releasing singles in particular. I mean, it's all right for an album because if people are going to listen to the album, they're going to listen to the album. But when you're actually releasing singles, you want them to still grab onto it and cherish it like your own little baby and... You want it to bl- you, ultimately, really, as an artist, you want it to to blow, to go on as many playlists, to be bought as many times so people can hear it, and then talked about so many times so people can hear it. And I think with like with like girlfriend intervention, you know, with the, I think that's one, what I was kind of looking at when I chose my five was you know what was the ones that really made you go, hang on, what's going on here? And I remembered. I, I specifically listened to it throughout the day when it was daylight outside, specifically put it on, on my phone, on loudspeaker, on my bed, next to my bed. So when I was laid in the dark and I was just looking up at the ceiling, what made me kind of like pick up the phone and go, what is this? <laughs> and then I listened to it again on the drive to work. And then whilst I was at work, so if I, when I'm like kind of busy, when I'm relaxing, when I'm doing things around the house, what made me think that's a great song? that's an amazing song you know that that song could be a single and that's that's how I came up with my list basically yeah I mean you might like it I might be getting in my way because of the story with it you know what I mean that might be the best option for the next thing Mm -hmm. 
and I might just be engaged. That's why it's hard. It's hard. It's we're, we're putting together an advisory board right now for these kind of things. Yeah. Because so, these are big decisions and there's so many things that go into, obviously the order of like, like a lot of times as an artist, you don't release your slow song first. You like take your time um, with it. And you're right as a single, I should think more, this is out there and this is a, this is a big moment for like, let's get it out there as, as much as possible. But, you know, I didn't think very much about what was going to happen with what love does. Like, I was just like, it's a, it's a fun little love song, like super poppy. And the amount of like feedback that I got where people really liked that song surprised me. Actually, yeah. I just didn't think, I don't know. Like I didn't think my, my one cousin like went out of her way to say something and yeah, you know, so it, I was like, huh, kind of like this like soft release thing going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised me too. <laughs> well, the great thing is this this is this will all be released, you know, about a week after you've released the album. So, you know, we, we can talk, you know, the great thing about doing this is we can actually speak freely about everything, you know, whereas it's not as secretive anymore. It's fantastic to be able to do this. And it's fun. It is fun. So I wanted to make sure we do talk about like the order. Like if you were in the driver's seat, the order. So like for me, I always maybe moving in. Like, and I just, I very much go in my gut with mm-hmm. things. Um, and it's, it's hard to like base, articulate everything that you are thinking about on that gut feeling, you know, but moving in felt like, uh, say the album drops in May. Like I'm very much on like, what's the weather going to be like? Yeah. And like, say it drops in May. I do a big hometown show. Moving in is like the release while the record's dropping. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. I mean, that's the other thing you've got to really think about as well is the feelings it invokes. So during the summer months, when the weather's really, really nice, or during the spring months, when it's starting to turn really nice and people are starting to drive with their convertibles down or with the windows open and going outside into the gardens more, and you want something that's a bit, not fresher, but a bit more, with a bit more oomph. Yeah. And I think releasing... You know, releasing what you've released so far, you know, like what love does, thirsty. It's perfect timing, you know, for you to now build up towards the spring. Mm-hmm. So I think with like the spring, it, how, how many singles are you planning on releasing before the actual full album? I was going five. Five in total. So we've released three so far. Two more. So it's two more. So now we've got to, I've got, <laughs> I've got to try and whittle down my top five. You've got to whittle down your top five to two. And then we're going to have a head off. So I really like, I mean, again, I really love something new. It's longer for radio. So I'm going to have to do like a radio edit, which I did like a music video, a short version of Thirsty. Mm-hmm. For the music video, yeah. And, and all that, and all that stuff. So um, something new will have to be the same thing. Cause this is kind of true to like an old good record form where uh really longer songs like some of them are longer i'd probably say yeah and no, i completely agree because like you're saying right at the start you know something new is very emotional for you you know it's that start it's that you know that when you move 
like when you move to Nashville, you know, it's that beginning of something bigger. Mm-hmm. Now, going from that premise, the beginning of something bigger, are we best having that one as the set, you know, the last one that gets released? Almost like saying we've got, we're about to move into this album that's about to come out. Okay, so the second to last one. Yeah. And, okay, I feel that too. <laughs> now you're really like making me rethink girlfriend intervention because you're not the only, like a lot of my people in the Midwest love that song too. Obviously they love, they love girlfriend intervention, they love just one more because that like, it just it speaks to them. <laughs> or I don't know if it's production or, or what, but that's my my core base. And I think a lot of times artists need to, you know, be thinking about what does your base want? Like what do they want listening to? What always hurts people's ears up when you are playing this live? You know? And then what song can you live with playing live now for the next how many years? Well, that's the other thing I thought of with um, Sorry Is Not Enough. Because that to me is a very, very, you know, I can picture you sat in front of a, you know, doing like a music video and doing lives and performing that. You can. So it's... Okay, so moving in consensus during the album. Yeah. something new right before so we're on the same like gut page so now it's this last it's this last one yeah it's what's what's right around the corner mm. a bird oh bird I, I said that bird something new moving in mm-hmm. bird what is what type of music is bird to you like what song um, what genre? See, it was when I was listening to Bird. It wasn't. I don't think it was punchy enough to be like a single. Did you listen to it on big speakers? On big speakers. Okay. Um. Yeah, I. I. I, I, I it's probably just me that thought that. It is a story, you know. That's not one that I have like I always get that requested live but I and I feel like people who know me like request that all the time mm-hmm. um, and I put that number two on my record so like the order is the whole thing like okay keep it, keeping it moving but yeah okay let, let, let's, 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 let's go off that premise then you know, about being requested. Out of all the songs there, obviously minusing what's either released already or what was got on our list, what there makes you want to sing that you're, you you could just belt out now, just grab your guitar with the first song that you'd go to? Um, I mean, I burn is I mean, always been a single in my, in my mind that I knew I was, we're gonna do a single, and we've already kind of etched out the music video. So I guess there we, well, there we go. Then, <laughs> so as I'm talking this out, I feel like it's been a long time since I've talked this through. But I definitely feel like I almost knew, like it, like like it's not like not me, but I like already knew 
the the rollout. I think I just missed in in the process. I missed one of the surprise releases mm. in the chaos of COVID. And so I was thinking about doing five songs or maybe six. Ooh. So I skipped that six, you know, release. Yeah. I really like Girlfriend Invention too. Like the guitars and what Fort Thurston brought to the guitars that day in the studio and us just messing around with it and him bringing the Tex-Mex vibes to it is what I call it, Tex-Mex. Um, I just like, I always thought of Girlfriend Invention as an Easter egg. Yeah. As like a whole nother, because you got you to keep some good ones when they go listen to like the full record and they like, like I found it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely with that. So, we'll we'll scratch girlfriend intervention off them. That can stay in the. That can stay in the album. I don't know because it's so personal. I don't know if I'd feel right putting it out there that hard, like that, on like talking about it that much. Well, I'll tell you, yeah. Put it. Just leave it back in the album. Then we won't put it. Uh, don't put it as a single. That way, if people ask about it. You know, if say, say me as a me as a uh, podcaster or a radio presenter comes up to you and says, "I've listened to your album. These are the songs that X, Y, and Z." And they, and I pull it out and I say, "Okay, what was it? What was Girlfriend Intervention about?" That's when you then can answer it. But then it's not like forced upon people. Oh, you've released this single. Yeah, and that would mean the people close to me would have to go and listen to every single interview that I do about the record they're not going to do you know what I mean like they're my they're my girlfriends out of the out of the music industry yeah so um every single like if they went and listened to every single interview I do bless them <laughs> like they they just want to be my they just want to hang out like with with me and not talk about music and <laughs> mm. to do that all the time <laughs> you see I'm listening to bird right now okay And to me, you, you've changed. You're changing my mind. I don't like this. <laughs> Good. It, 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 okay. Think, I, about, think about like I. I constantly am thinking about like what is the spectrum of other artists, what they're releasing, what's coming out. Like, I feel like Bird is one that is like. Different. It's different. Yeah. In what's going out. Yeah. No, I can I that that that's why I've just been thinking then. It's different. And it's still got that that beat to it as well. It's got that four on the floor. Oh. Um, and then we in the music video, we were gonna do a bunch of silly things of in that moment when you wanna flip somebody off. Yeah. Be like, <laughs> like almost make it real funny you know like <laughs> you just picture <laughs> peace be with you you know like <laughs> you can picture all your fans <laughs> if if all your fans listen to this whenever they go to your next gig they're all going to be going like that to you every time that at the gig that'll be fun that'll be so fun it all it used to be the um bullhorns but now it's the yeah i think bird has been a song that i've played a lot in the Nashville circuit. Yeah. Um, and it, it does make people like, what is she saying? What is she talking about? You know, like that kind of mm. feel. 
Um, but okay. it's, it, yeah, it's a crossover. Like, like it, um, somebody said, like, I've had a lot of people actually in interviews say that, like describe silver as Shania Twain vibes. And I was like, Whoa, never okay. thought of that. But maybe they're subconsciously like acknowledging that I am different. Like I have my own thing that I'm doing and that I I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to do that and still, you know, be a woman of country music. Yeah. No, I get that completely. I really, no, but I can, I can still see the Shania Twain vibes, but I would never want to compare you to another artist because you are just so uniquely you. That's like the best thing I feel like that an artist can hear like the best. I I mean, you know, you can, you can kind of see where they come from, you know, with Mm -hmm. that sense of personality, that sense of individuality. That's, that's kind of word I'm looking for. You know, it's not just the run off the mill country music press that stamps out the exact same carb on it every single time. You know, it's. I can write those though. Yeah. <laughs> if you need this writing, then. If you need that. But yeah, yeah, when it comes to yourself though, you know, and what you're doing for yourself, you know, you're being you. And, you know, that, that that's that's what was amazing with like Silver, you know, the fact that you're putting you out there. You're not just being another Taylor Swift or you're not being another Maren Morris or, you know. You know, I I felt like I had to go, I had to put this record out. Like, I feel like I had to do my own sound first. And if that means in the future that, uh, you know, I, if I, when I hear a country song and if I decide to cut it, that means I love that song. Then yeah. I am blown away and it feels good on me. It feels good when I sing it. Like the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's that moment. Well that um, that's that's what I mean. You know, when I was saying it about, you know, what do you just picture yourself picking up a guitar and just singing straight away? What fundamentally out of all the singles is you? What screams Kirsty? What screams Nothing new. <laughs> And we've got the, we've got that one all out. That, that one's definitely yeah. th- this is this is now in pen. It's not in pencil. It's chalked in, underlined oh, yeah. forty times, <laughs> bolded, bolded, highlighted, stickers on with stars. I I mean I've played bird, I've played bird a lot. Like just on my own, um, mm. played. I like I like both elements about it. It's really fun to do in every single element. I I try to do that almost every if we get a fourth song i'm doing that for writers rounds um it's just it's just fun to me and fun it may sound like a little word but to me it's a big deal like it has to be fun it has to invoke a smile it has to like get people bopping it has to like you know well, it's, um, I've, I've, I'm literally, I'll just put it to my ear again then. Uh, 48, 49, 50 seconds. I'll play this three seconds out so I don't, you don't, so you can't t- tell me off the copyright. When it goes from something from the record and then it drops, you're almost, not the key drops down, but you go into this deeper bird. Yeah. 
you know, big stage lights do some crazy thing and it's like this folly moment or whatever and you're like, I'm going to tell you to straight. You see, I love I, this, I love this tone of your voice. Actually, I'm really glad you brought that up. That's another thing. I've been focusing last year and a half really hard on my mixed voice. Yeah. So like my mixed voice hits at um, a B and a C um, and those those notes like right in there. So I've almost like focused up here where I forget that like not everybody has those low notes. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just singing the other night. Um, someone requested Stevie Nicks landslide. Yeah. And the key that we do it in is really it's it's low. You know, like fast car. Like it's low. Yeah. And um I like I like forget that not everybody can sing low like that. And it was <laughs> somebody that came up to me that and you wouldn't even believe. You wouldn't even believe like when people say things to you, how much like that subconsciously in there so like this girl the other night she was like you're stevie nicks like that landslide song those low notes like that's just a whole nother um you know element like you really have all that richness down there and it was like oh man what am i doing i'm i'm like singing a bunch of covers that are you know up here because i've been focusing so much (laughs) i need to go down and remember like why what part of my voice stands out like that are the money notes that I've been told that they say that like those are the money notes. Yeah. I mean, so, well, the money notes there, you know, that's what makes you that that's where the individuality comes from. You know, that that's the, you know, this, you know, when you listen to a song and you can just say, you know, Oh yeah, that's, you know, X, that's Y, that's Z, you know, that's Kirsty Krause. You know, you think every you single, every single one of the songs on, Yes, you can. Does that? You know what I love that you said. You said you can you can kind of see like where they're coming from. Yeah. So I feel like, do you feel like now that you once you listen to the record, you like have an understanding of of you? Cool. That's that's exactly what I wanted the selection of songs to be. And it really is like, obviously I wrote these songs. Was it four, three years ago, three years ago now, some of them, you know, so I have enough for more records after, Yeah. but it, I, I wanted to be, I still wanted, instead of switching them out with stuff that I have right now, like I wanted it to be a snapshot of me. Yeah, no, I totally, 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 totally get that. I really do. Cool. I mean, now that I mean, you know, I got that instantly with like girlfriend intervention. That's one of the reasons why I had it in the list. And saying with sorry is not enough. You know that they're the ones that to me scream. She's she's pouring her heart out here. You know she she's she's not just letting us read a diary, but she's actually put a bookmark in the bits where her heart's breaking or the bits where that she's pissed people off. Oh my god! I can't even describe to you. How I feel right now. Um, the the sorry is not enough song is a song that was really long overdue to be written, and I have plans to put it on a CD and mail it in the mail to the person that I 
you know, wrote it about. Yeah. And I did message her and ask her for address and she didn't respond. And it's just like from, from freshman year of college kind of when all, when we stopped being friends. Um, but yeah, it was, it's just a song that I felt like really needed to be out there. And I, I just kind of put it at the last, like the last one. So it's almost like a pun intended, like, you know, just one more. And then there's like this, there's yeah, like this pack I got that I down and I was like, wait a second. I just got to get this off my chest. I got one more song for you guys. Hold on. <laughs> kind of feeling. And it doesn't have the full production that everything else has. It's more like, I mean, it has full production, you know, it's got the strings and that. Mm-hmm. Bass and everything that comes in. Um, but it's more of like a broken down song. Oh no, that, that that's that's definitely. I mean, the the two key elements that you hear is the just broken down guitar and the strings. You know, the strings don't come in straight away. It is predominantly just the guitar to begin with, and then it just it slowly builds it. You know, throughout, and it's not like it's a a build to a crescendo. You know, it's not this big dramatic thing. It stays that raw throughout. Yeah, we actually, I remember we we recorded it in early recordings of that song. We, um, in the first studio, we would wake up early in the morning and I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't even talk yet. And I would start singing it so I can have a lot more texture. But when I went to this, uh, the studio at sound kitchen, uh, with Dr. Ford, it was, I, I was very, it was emotional. Like I for sure was like almost on the verge of tears. And then the first time I heard it, um, the first time I heard that song and thirsty with the harmonies on it, cause we had sent it out. I, I just thought it was beautiful. Like I was like, there's the harmonies. Yeah. It's complete. Like it was just a, but yeah, I, I really did put myself in. I, I always put myself like in the song, but in the, in that moment in the studio, it's just like, how do I, you know, these are the lyrics that I want to be like, now it's time to, to say um, and to get them out yeah. and put put them down on as in in voice. So it was nerve wracking for sure. <laughs> I mean, what was it like then when you went in and well, actually put it to girlfriend intervention? I recorded in a in a Elsa costume. <laughs> I know, I don't think you probably thought I was going to say that. <laughs> so, at the time, <laughs> back a lot. at the time, I was doing birthday parties for the Party Bells of Nashville. And so what we do, we go into birthday parties as princesses, and we sing to the little girls. And I had two Elsa parties that day. So I hit up the party did my thing, you know, whatever four-year-old or five-year-old's party it was. Then I went into the studio for two hours, sang that song. Then I went back to another party. And then at the end of the night, I showed up at a bonfire with all my friends, like Jess, who's there, and my neighbor. It was at my neighbor's. And um, I was still in my costume. (laughs) All day long, just wore that Elsa costume. I will have to... You loved it. I'll eventually share pictures. I'll I'll share pictures with you. <laughs> Don't lie. You want to do one of your live streams tonight oh or soon 
in the I don't have a costume in Florida, but like in, in Nashville, I'm sure I could hit her up and be like, Hey, can I borrow, you know, something for a live? Like, can I, can I be Ariel tonight? Don't, don't advertise it. Just randomly one day, just show up and just don't mention it. Don't talk about it. Just as (laughs) if it's completely normal. Well, you know I, I broke one of the codes during a party. I, no. The girl who I was with was actually a country, another country artist, Alicia Pace. Yeah. And I love her song, Like Me, Like, or I Like Me, Like Me, Like Me. I don't, I listen to, it's a doo-wop kind of vibe. Yeah. So I'm all about it. Um, but she, her name's Alicia and she was Ariel. So that's very close. But yeah. I was like, blah, 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 Alicia. And she like looked at me and I was like, Oh, that's your sister's name. What was <laughs> I thinking, Ariel? Like, I've been spending way too much time with your sister. <laughs> and I covered it up real quick. <laughs> it was how, bad. How dare you? How dare you ruin the magic? <laughs> I know, it was bad. I would not. I would be fired at Disney World. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't. You know, you could just easily just, like, morph into character. <sighs> I I thought about it when I was a little girl. It's like that'd be so much fun. Like how and I guess Tinkerbell gets paid the most because Tinkerbell has to go on a wire and like fly from the castle to during this certain part. No, I like looked at I like talked to people about this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wanna be Tink. Like I'm how a, do I do that? <laughs> I remember um I, last time I went to Florida and I went to Disneyland. What uh, well Disney World was 2003 that long ago and i remember the magic kingdom and they did all like the fireworks and stuff at night at night time and tinkerbell came down came down on the wire and it was like i mean i was a kid i mean i'm I'm born in 92 so i'm I'm a young bairn in comparison to a lot and i remember thinking is that person really flying yeah <laughs> Like in my mind, I, thought, I like as my eight year old, like 10 year old self, we went when I was seven or eight, and then we went when I was 10. Um, such a big place. Like, tr- I think it trumps whatever the, the Disneyland over in California. But um, I remember being like, that is awesome. Yeah. She gets the finale fly, you know? Like, I want that. I want to do that. <laughs> You're in Florida at the moment. I've, have you had a chance to is 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 Disney World open or is it closed or it's it's open you just have to wear a mask the whole time and I'd rather not wear I I just would rather not be like outside and be like breathing in my mask. Okay. It okay. just feels I, I get I get really like lightheaded and like weird so I'd, I'd rather just go places that I can be outside and not wear a mask. Can you wear a visor and then when you're actually on the ride, wear a mask? And then when you get off the ride. ride? No, you have to, like, you have to walk around with a mask the whole time right now. Oh, okay. To be able to stay open. Um, and, like, I totally get it. Businesses have to do, you know, certain things so they can make sure that they stay open. They're not causing a spike. Like, yep. they're, you know, and... I, I'm glad that Disney World can still be open because that brings so much joy to so many people and their customer service is like off, out of this world. Um, but I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait to go back because I really do want... We, we talked about going for my sister's bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. 
And then she decided to do something more in Wisconsin, but I was like, we're going. How dare she? How dare she want to do something, you know, where are you from? I mean, who doesn't want to go to Disney uh, Disney World and just go and rock out on all the rides? Yes. Well, I've literally gotten emotional today. I've gotten... I'm I'm so happy that you have these feelings because not very many people have heard the full record, you know, and us recording this in advance. Um, it just means a lot to me that you took time to hear it in multiple different settings and like listen to it as a body of work. It's 50, you know, 52, was it like 53 minutes? Um, and it's, I kind of put on the printed version, actually, it's written in that says, uh, I should grab it. It's, oh wait, it's right here. Okay, yes. My aunt has her copy right here. Already? On this table. Oh yeah. Um, it said, you've exceeded my own question. I put somewhere in here, just go for it because you guys take me so seriously represent beyond my lifetime and truly proud of um i will never take this passion and life pursue my dreams for granted oh i encourage you there's like a separate line for mm-hmm. this of course this is so this is so me i encourage you to listen on all kinds of speakers as you will hear something new on each player yeah no, I completely and utterly agree with that because I've listened with different type of headphones. I've listened with just my phone speakers. I've listened to the actual speakers, my Sonos, uh, my Sonos bar, my portable surround sound. I've I've listened yeah. to it on different things, and it it's got a different feel each time. Mm-hmm. Can you tell that I like the bass? Oh, <laughs> oh, which one was it? There was one that has a really, 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 really funky. I think it's. One of the last ones that I chose. The last, just one more. It might have been just one more that had a really, really, not like a. It, it's like a really heavy bass, but like a we. Moving in has intense bass. Move. It might be moving in. Oh, I need, like I think, right before the chorus hits, it's like, like it's it's intense. Give me a second. I want I want to I want to see if I can. And like the bass parts are pretty intricate on this entire record. Like right before the chorus hits, it's like, I'm gonna bring my stuff. Awesome that I, I had a copy right here. Just, just so co- coincidentally, here's one I've got from earlier. <laughs> right here. I actually have, I have two orders. We brought our entire merch, and I have two orders that came in yesterday. So I got to sign something, send them in the mail. When is the official release date for? I was thinking May, and I got some news that changes my thinking um a little bit because where i'm from is they might not be able to have the big hometown festival okay i love to go up and go to and do a full band and show everybody what i've you know been working on and 
come out with a big set opener and just be like dancing and yeah. it's something about performing with the whole band. Um, so I, that changes things a lot because I was going to wrap this around a big hometown show. Mm. So I do want summer to happen. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to buy. Yay. Um, yeah. So bass, bass, lots of bass. Bass. it is genuinely i mean if if you listen to this now and you haven't if you haven't bought the album you're missing out genuinely (laughs) genuinely are and we haven't even discussed the bonus tracks yeah (laughs) well the bonus tracks so digitally it will come out digitally with 11 songs yeah. That's what the record is going to be in both. If you buy the record on, you know, to have a physical copy yeah. um, that signed, it will have the bonus tracks, which are delusional and got to do. Mm-hmm. And, and seriously, people, if you listen to this, the bonus tracks. <laughs> Italy, you're from Italy. From Italy. I love it. The bonus tracks are, you know, they both have music videos out there. They're so, they're just so much fun. And I really felt like that was a snapshot of me when I first got to Nashville. And, you know, being just put myself out there as like, hey, this is what I got going on. I'm a little different. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> no, exactly. No, completely and utterly agree. I mean, I can't, when it comes to like the bonus tracks, you know, I can't actually even decide which one is my favourite. Really? Oh. oh. See, I want to be, it's, 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 it's delusional. The bass that I'm on about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's slap bass. That is like, when I, when I hire a bass player, I'm like, can you play slap? Yeah. Like, I give them that song to audition with, and if they don't do that song justice, then I'm like, we got to get a different bass player. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, Delusionals, that, that, that's the bass line that was, that's one that really, really struck out to me. The one that really kind of, I mean, I just listened to a quick sample, you know, a resample then, and it was like. Hey. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, you've invoked so much emotion this morning. I did not expect all of that. Thank you very much. And I'm really glad to have the opportunity to be able to speak about this out loud because we don't always talk about this. It's been, it's been probably like, I don't know, since, since what love does that we've really sat down to be like, okay, what's, what's our game plan here? And uh, it just made me realize um, yeah, like I feel like I re-fall in love with this record all the time. Yeah. And that makes me happy. Like that's when I know that I'm truly proud of what I put together. And I'm, I'm still, even though these songs and, and this project I put together that, you know, however long ago, I'm really glad my camera's blurry right now. And um, I, yeah, but I still love to jam it. Like I just, it makes me happy. Things though, you're allowed to show emotion. You're allowed to be, you know, you're allowed to have tears, whether they're sad or happy tears. 
You're allowed to not have to wear makeup and have your hair up in a bun. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> this is the pre-show look. See, <laughs> um, I'm actually really, really glad that you are actually, you know, you're not dressed up ready for like a show because it shows the vulnerability more. It shows, you know, you're not hiding behind a mask. You're not hiding behind, you know, curling, you know, freshly straightened and curled hair and then yeah, a layer of makeup. You know, it, you being you. Really- like I've been putting on makeup since I was 13 so like I just kind of am at that point where I'll put it on when glam time is it's ready to be glam yeah but this is this is me must say too right too right I love it genuinely do we are in the winter months and this is in advance to uh the record release and now I feel like Dom understands me that much more and I hope uh as this comes out you guys are listening and understand me that much more as an artist and are just that much more excited about what's next and and what's gonna what's gonna be coming out so I I encourage you to listen to the record and maybe go get it go get it if you want a copy one thing I also want to encourage as well is when you not only just listen to the record from start to finish on multiple speakers message us send a tweet out, send an Instagram, you know, of you listening and tell us your thoughts, you know, let us, let us know if what we're saying, you know, resonates with you or if you get different emotions, if you, if you feel differently or invoke something else in you, then tell us, spread, spread, you know, spread the love, spread the word and that's all we can do. Yeah. I really like that idea of doing the driver's seat though like put yourself in the driver's seat tell us which singles we we should work together on that we should definitely do that see we just between us we're a brain box of great ideas there you go i yeah oh yeah oh yeah there's my wisconsin in there <laughs> see I, sh- I should just be american well you don't really have an accent right now today not to <laughs> It's 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 relaxed a little bit. Maybe because I'm used to talking to you now. Like I feel like you could you speak Yorkshire. Yeah, I'm like immune to it now. You know what I do say all the time is lovely. Mm-hmm. Lovely. <laughs> oh yes. You can tell I talk to a lot of people from the UK because I say lovely like all the time. <laughs> I mean, well, we we always say um like so is is like this or it's like that. Ah, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't understand the word you said. It's like this. A metaphor. But yeah, I'm really excited. Really, really. I, I mean, I, I can't even just... I always, I always feel bad being in these kind of situations as well because I know, cause I know how amazing it is. It's almost like you want everybody else to know and I'm sworn to secrecy. So I, from now until the album's released... There is going to be nothing from my lips, not even to my closest friends. And yeah, yeah I'm just so excited. Even, even when you start like announcing, you know, oh, I've got, I've got a secret coming up. I'm not even going to go, oh, I know. I'm just going to be like, oh, that's, a, that's cool. Can't wait to hear it. Right. You even went as far and beyond and deleted messages. So I appreciate that. Nobody will get that link. Nobody well, will hear the record. <laughs> For those that don't understand what <laughs> that means, basically, Kirsty's uh, originally emailed me the album link uh, via Instagram. 
And because occasionally I do like Instagram takeovers and I do lives and stuff like that, people have access to it. And I, I was just thinking, okay, if somebody was to try and steal this link from me, how, how could they get it? And it'd either be through like Facebook or, you know, messaging apps or it'd be through me giving my, say, password to somebody. And if somebody's got my Instagram password to do a takeover, they've got direct access. So it's like, you know what, I'll save this link directly on my phone in a secure folder and then delete the entire conversation. So everything that we've ever spoke about in the past is history now. We've started a clean slate. Right. That sounds, I'm, I'm, I appreciate the precautions. Obviously, this is my baby. This is, yeah, I, I can't say it any other way. I feel like that describes it. This is my baby, and I can't wait to be able to have it out there released. Well, um, ultimately, it would be me stealing because I'll be taking away your chance of revenue. And, you know, even even no matter how big or small revenue that is, whether it's pence or whether it's thousands and thousands and millions and billions and trillions of dollars, you know, I've prevented you from fulfilling your plan. You know, you'll have that. You'll have your publication plan where you'll say, "Okay, we're doing X, Y, and Z on these days. We've got this stream, this stream, this stream on this day to promote this, this, and this." Everything's done to a very, very tight schedule and meticulously planned. I mean, we're talking months and months and months in advance of this actually going out. This is already the CD's already done. It just shows yeah. that kind of in advance, these kind of things are sorted out. Absolutely. Um, especially when it comes to, I feel like a project like that, you know, it's, it's planned. You could, I think when you listen to it, you can tell it was, it was planned altogether. Like it's, it's a, it's a full picture kind of thing of, of me as an artist. It tells a story. Um, you know, the, even the order of songs, that was a, it was like a three month decision, which lo and behold, I ended up realizing that I kind of already knew in my gut, subconsciously the whole time and when I finally put it uh to paper and just kept looking at it I was like you know what this is it like this what am I why am I trying to fight this yeah I already know that's it that's it exactly you know what why why try and fight what your gut's saying yeah right I and I I approach that on literally everything uh, on everything especially when it comes to writing music um and I very much like have my hands going and I'm singing melodies and, uh, you know, whatever my body needs to do in order to get the song out of me. No, exactly. Too right. Yeah. Too right. <laughs> I mean, you know, when the other, exactly that, you know, not only just when we listen to it, we can actually feel you doing the emotion. We can imagine you throwing your arms out and discussing like girlfriend intervention and being very, almost like curled up in a ball with like, sorry, is not enough. Yeah. I like that. Oh my gosh. This has been so much fun, Dom. You were in the best. Thank you so much. I can't wait till the record's out. This can be released. All the things. Yep. Uh, I really can't wait. I, 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 I can't say it enough. Where can people find you on social media as a reminder? Cause they should already have you. I mean, come on. Yeah, connect on social media, whichever uh, platforms you love. I'm, I'm doing the TikTok thing now tremendously. Uh, we're doing the, you know, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Of course, you can go to kirstiekraus.com um, and everything on my Instagram page, that Linktree link, that's mm-hmm. got all the goods. 
be sure to be following me as well, country underscore chat on Twitter, and make sure when you listen to the album, message us both. Get it out there. We need to create some form of hashtag. Yes, please do. Hashtag yes you can. Hashtag Kirstie Krause. Hashtag whatever song you're listening to that you think it's a jam. I would love that. We would so appreciate that. Word of mouth is huge for independent artists. Exactly. All right, thank you, Kirsty. Thank you. See you soon. I'll see you in a bit. Take care. That was the Country Chat Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews, and general chit chat on all things country music.